Good morning, everyone. It is great to be with you once again through the screen. If you don't know who I am, my name is Dan, and I'm on the team here, one of the ministers here at Derby City Church. We're in a different location. I know you'll probably guess where we are in the church building. Feels very strange. Um, I miss you guys so much um, being all together here, and um, I hope this helps a little bit just processing. Um, this time and um, yeah, just seeing the building um, through your homes. The day will come when we can all be together, um, but not just yet. And um, it's just a real privilege once again for me to just share the word, but to also stand here on this platform, uh, to stand where Pastor Dave stood and, and preach. I just see that as a real honor. I think that's, it's just really special. And um, I'm gonna try and do what he would want me to do and that's preach my heart out for you guys um, today. And yeah, we've been in uh, a bit of a season. We have been going through places that we never thought that we would go through. We have been doing things that we haven't expected to do. We are crossing places that seem impossible to cross. And that is something I just wanna focus on today, crossing the impossible. And I'm going to refer to this amazing passage from Joshua 3 in just a moment and, and pull out a few verses, key verses um, for, the, for the word today. And I don't know about you, um, but for me, one of the biggest, biggest words that can come in, in our mind, especially in this season, has been how. How can we get through this? How can we get through this pandemic without seeing loved ones? How can we get through this time? And th that word how has always been playing on our mind a little bit. It can be, how can I get the, get the grades to get into university? How can I get through this season of fear? How can I get through this season of anxiety? I don't know how I'm going to get through it. it. Just in that moment, it seems impossible to go through. And yet when we when we go through those circumstances, and we have been through it, we can also look back and think, how? How did that happen? How did we come through that? We will look back and think, how did we come through the year 2020? But as followers of Jesus, as we decide to grow closer to him, as we decide to grow in our relationship with him, we do know and we will realize that this is not all about us, it's all about him. It's not about our plans, it's about his plans. It's not about our ways, it's about his ways. It's not about our purpose, it's about his purpose being made known in our lives. It's not all about the how, but maybe just all about the who. Who is doing something amongst, in those places that seem so hard, amongst those places that seem impossible. God continues to lead us into new places. God continues to give us new chapters, new seasons. And we often don't like the word new. It makes us feel a little bit uneasy, a little bit uncomfortable. We don't really know what it all looks like. I remember when I came to Derby University, first time of moving away from home, I didn't really realise the impact that this new stage, this new chapter would have on my life until it actually came. See, the process before coming to university, getting, getting packed, packing my things, it's all in the car. I, I'm still like, I don't really know what's going on. I'm, I know I'm going to Derby, I'm going to uni, but I don't realise the impact that it's having on my life. 
until that moment came when my, my family get my, get my things all settled into, into halls. My mum's unpacking the frozen meals, quite brilliant. And, um, and it comes to that time where they have to leave. They have to say goodbye. And then I'm on my bed in this room, in this new city, living with people I've never met before. I think, wow, this is new. I think, how am I gonna get through this? How am I gonna get the, through these next few years? How am I gonna live? How am I gonna survive? My mum's not cooking for me anymore. I've gotta find that out for myself. Microwave meals did the job. But you, in that moment, you think, how? How can I get through it? In our mind at the time, it can seem impossible. But I want to encourage you today that we have a God who continues to do a new thing in our lives, who continues to do a new thing in our world, in our nation, in our city, in our church. And as we decide to follow him, fix our eyes on him, we will see his wonders. We will see his power, no matter what the situation looks like. Even if it feels impossible, have your eyes on Jesus and see him do amazing things, just like he did with Joshua and the Israelites. I'd encourage you to read this passage, Joshua 3, um, in your own time. I'm not going to read the whole passage, just going to refer to it, um, different verses today, but just a bit of context. Jo Joshua is, um, is uh, the successor from Moses. He's now the leader. Moses has just died. And just like Moses led the Israelites across the Red Sea, uh, as they led people out, as he led people out of Egypt, Joshua leads the Israelites across the Jordan River. It's been 40 years that they have been in the wilderness and they are about to come into the land, the land that God had promised, the land of rest. But before they reach this land, before they reach this land, there is a boundary, there is, there's there is a river blocking their way, the Jordan River. I wonder what our Jordan is today. What is our boundary that can sometimes make us take a step back rather than a take a step forward into the places where God has called us to be? And I just want to share a few things with you today, how we can continue to step into those places that seem impossible to cross, how we can continue to step into those difficult circumstances when it seems like there's no way how we can continue to step into the place where what God has for us. Firstly, I want to say to you this morning is that we have got to be ready for God to work. Be ready for God to work. We need to be ready to cross places that we think are uncrossable. We need to be ready to go through places that are beyond our imagination. Be ready to face the unexpected. Be ready for God's ways to be used in and through us. And we can be ready by focusing on this first command that Joshua gives to the Israelites in Joshua 3 verse 5. He says this, consecrate yourselves, consecrate yourselves for tomorrow the Lord will do amazing things among you. Consecrate yourselves. See the word consecrate is the Hebrew word kadash which means to be holy, to be set apart, to be sanctified. See in this time, in this context, in this, in this, in this time of the Israelites and Joshua, they know what it means to be consecrated to be consecrated. We see earlier in the Old Testament that God gives them rules and that, 
they are to be clean, they are to avoid touching unclean animals, um, to avoid touching dead animals, to be completely clean. They need to keep themselves clean from contamination with what they have been in contact with. They've got to wash their bodies, make themselves pure, clean themselves, keeping to all the commands that God had given to them. If we are to see God do amazing things in us, we have to be obedient to what he is calling us to do. We have to consecrate ourselves, listen and act on the words that he, he tells us to do. It is deciding to not fall into the temptations of life. Jesus says, watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. It is deciding to have the right people around you. The Apostle Paul writes, do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. It is choosing to build others up rather than bringing them down. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up. It is choosing to love people. If God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. It is choosing to show grace. Can you show grace? Can you pour out grace over people that are doing your head in? Can you forgive others as the Lord has forgiven you? He says that you should also must forgive. Choose to show grace. Be set apart. He says in Romans 2, verse 2, Paul writes, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Consecrate yourselves. Search more in what God is calling us to, to be like. Grow closer to Jesus through his word, through our praise, through our worship, through our attitude, through our behaviour. See, being consecrated is being more like Jesus. We have to be more like him. And as we decide to be ready by becoming more like Jesus, we are showing him that we are ready, ready for his power to be made known and to work in us and through us. God's wonders are made known in us and through us when we decide to consecrate ourselves. We need to work hard at giving our all for him. And this means working hard at not allowing anything come in to distance you and God. You see, we don't have a God who is distant. We have a God who is so near, who is so close to us. But there are things in this world that come in the way that try to distance ourselves from him. It's our actions, our behaviour and our attitude, the way we live at times that can draw us away from him. And that could just well be a hindrance for God doing something special among you. Work hard at being ready. Work hard at being prepared for God to do something in you. We need to be ready. Earlier this year, in January, the great basketball player Kobe Bryant, he, he died in a horrific helicopter crash. Kobe Bryant was one of the great basketball players of all time. What made him so great is because he worked harder than any other player. As I looked into a bit more of Kobe Bryant earlier this year, I looked into a bit of um, his story, a bit about his experiences, and there was one time where a sport analyst came and, and he wanted to watch um, Kobe Bryant train. He wanted to see what he does on the court in his, in his practice time. And so he went up to Kobe Bryant and said, can I come and watch you train sometime? And Kobe responded saying, yes, come tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. 4 a.m. 
crackers. And so the sport analyst thought, all right, I can do that. And what he even thought, it was like, you know what, I'm going to get there at half past three. I'm going to be there showing that I'm ready. I'm ready to uh, watch him train. But as he arrived um, at half past three in the car park, he sees the lights on in the, sport, in the sports hall, in the, where the basketball courts are. As he, as he goes towards the, goes towards the, the court, he hears the, the squeaks of the shoes on the court. He, he, he walks in and he sees Bryant already breaking a sweat, already training. He was there way before the time that he had set. Kobe Bryant's commitment, dedication, preparation made him ready and resulted into being one of the best. What could God do among us if we decide to give our all for him? To spend each day soaking in his word, to spend every day listening to his voice, to be loving everything that we do, to, be, to live holy lives. He says, God says, be holy because I am holy. What could God do? Consecrate yourselves and you will see the Lord do amazing things among you. Being, see, being a follower of Jesus, is, it's not a side-on to everything else that is going on in our life. He doesn't deserve that. It, it, it's it's got to be everything that we do. Being a follower of Jesus means to be ready to be used by God in everything that we do. Be ready. Are you ready today? Is there something that you need to give up for the Lord maybe? Are you willing to, sh- are you willing to sacrifice? Are you willing to follow Jesus ac- across the impossibility that seems impossible for you, across the Jordan River? Be ready by showing surrender. Can you trust him in what seems impossible for you? Be ready by giving up your control. See, sometimes we can easily forget about the preparation. We can easily forget about the preparation. We can just say, it's easy for us to say, yeah, God's got it. It's easy for us to say, God is in control. God will use me. Yes, this is true. But just maybe he is looking at us for to be ready. Maybe he's just looking at us to be ready for his power, for his wonders to be made known in us and through us. We have got to be ready for him. Got to be expectant for God to still today do his wonders in our lives. Consecrate yourselves before the Lord to see God move in what seems impossible for us. Be ready for God to work. Be ready for him. Secondly, to move in and through the impossible situations, we need to see that God is ahead of you. We need to see that God is ahead of us. In verse 11, in this passage of Joshua 3, it says, See, the ark of the covenant of the Lord of all the earth will go into the Jordan ahead of you. Just think of some of the conversations that would have been having at that time. They've been led to the Jordan River and they are to camp there for three days before they go through the crossing. Three days by the river thinking, how are we going to cross? Three days of people trying to think of ways to cross maybe. I can imagine myself being there. I'd be like, Joshua, shall we like make a bridge to get across? I, what I could do is I can go and get these things. I can get a bit of wood. We can put some stuff together. We can do it. We can try and make our, our way across. There was, the, there was no military operation put in place. There was, it wasn't the strongest people that went ahead. 
who led the way. Joshua knew that this was a spiritual battle, battle, knowing that God is the one that leads the way, knowing that God is the one that has to be in front of everything that we do. All we are called to do is follow Jesus. We are to follow him wherever he takes us. See, sometimes we may need to just let go of trying to fix the problem that seems impossible and just follow. Let it all go and just follow. Even when it seems to be getting worse. Have you ever gone through a season when all problems come at the same time? You know, it can be like, you've got family matters going on, it's all kicking off at work and your house leaks. You know, it's all happening at the same time. It's like, sometimes we just need to cry out, come on God, help us out a little bit. But I want us to know today is that as we decide to follow Jesus, that some of our greatest problems can lead us in our greatest breakthroughs and result in the greatest blessing. Some of our greatest problems can lead us into our greatest breakthroughs and result into the greatest blessing. See, we see in this passage in Joshua 3 that that God wants the Israelites to cross the river when it's at the highest, when it's at the widest, when it's at the fastest. You know, in in verse 15 it says uh, the Jordan is at flood stage. This is when he wants them to cross. I'd be like, God, come on, at least make it easier for us. Calm it down a bit. But no, when it's at its worst, that's when God wanted them to cross. See, also what we need to know is that the River Jordan can be known as the River of Death as it is located in the valley between the Sea of Galilee and, and, the, uh, and the Dead Sea. It's, that's where it's located. And so if you were to get swept by the river, it would lead you downstream into the Dead Sea where it's the lowest place on earth where nothing living can be. And we see in this passage that it is the Ark of the Covenant which resembled the presence of God go ahead of the people of Israel, going before them in what seemed the uncrossable river. In what they could have been consumed by fear, people would have known of what, where, this, where this river would have led them to if they got swept up. A lot of fear at the time as well and yet God goes and stands in the Jordan River. The presence of God, the Ark of the Covenant and God fulfills the promise that Moses declared over Joshua in Deuteronomy 31.8, the Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. We need to know that Jesus has gone before us. Jesus has stood in the gap of impossibility to make all things possible. We need to know that, yes, We have done wrong. Yes, we have fallen. We have all fallen short of the glory of God. We have sinned. The Bible says that the penalty penalty of sin is death. We should be the ones that have been swept away. This was our greatest problem. But Jesus came to be the greatest breakthrough. We can cross through the rivers of impossibility by looking at what Jesus has done for us. Jesus is our way to God the Father. Jesus is our way to eternity. He has led us over the Jordan to a, to a place of eternity, eternity through the sacrifice that he has made on the cross for us. And the place of eternity is the greatest blessing that we can have.
Jesus is the one who sets the waters apart. Jesus is the one who conquered, who conquered death. We need to see that the Lord, our God, our Saviour, is, is not only so near us in everything that we do, but he is also way ahead of us of what is to come. See that God is ahead of you. See, Jesus was ready. Jesus was ready for, for his Father to work miracles, healing, teaching in and through him. Jesus was perfect in every way. The one who did not sin became sin, and he was ready to take the penalty for us. Jesus went before us. Look ahead. Look ahead. God is already ahead of you. Don't look at the Jordan. Look at Jesus. Don't look at the waters. Look at Jesus. Don't look at the problem. Look at Jesus. Don't look at the how. Look at Jesus. Don't think about what the outcome may look like. Look at Jesus. Don't look at the impossible situations. Look at Jesus. See Jesus and know that all things are possible with him. He stands in that gap. Be ready for God to work among you. See that God is ahead of you. Finally, I want to say this to you today. Believe. Believe he will make a way for you. In the passage, verse 15, as soon as the priests who had who carried the ark, reached the Jordan, and their feet touched the water's edge. The water from upstream stopped flowing. It piled up in a heap a great distance away. The priests who carried the ark of the covenant of the Lord stood firm on dry ground in the middle of the Jordan, while all Israel passed by until the whole nation had completed the crossing on dry ground. What I want you to know today is that our belief our belief is shown through our actions. Your faith in God is demonstrated by the steps you make. Even if you think this is just impossible to, to do, even if you think this is impossible to cross, take steps of faith and you will see God's wonders. You will see God's powers. What was it that split the sea? What was it that split the Red Sea? Moses raised his staff. He reached his hand across the waters. He did that for God to move. We see in this passage that it was the priest who began to walk in the water with the Ark of the Covenant for the river to stop flowing. Our move of faith can be the catalyst of God's wonders. Our move of faith can be the catalyst of God's wonders. God will make a way in your life when there seems no way. Believe that. Step into that. As previously mentioned, we see that Jesus has made a way for us through the cross. And it's our decision, our choice to choose to receive him in our lives and believe that he will make a way for us through the waters and the fires of life. Maybe some of you have great faith today. Maybe you, you have that confidence of just stepping into the waters. Or maybe you are a bit unsure. You're at the front, heading, just tiptoeing into the waters. And if you're thinking, I'm not sure, if you're thinking, I might as well give it a go, let me tell you that this is also great faith. When everything else seems hopeless, when everything else seems gone, when you're deciding, you know what, I'm just going to let it all go, 
I'm going to give up my control. I'm going to leave it all for the Lord. That is great faith. And you may just be surprised at what he does next as you decide to put your, give your all for him and trust in him. See, Jesus says that if you have faith like a grain of mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there. As the, as the priest's feet touched the water's edge, the water from upstream stopped flowing. Believe that God will make a way. Believe that God will make a way. Be ready for God to work. Be ready for God to work in you. Consecrate yourselves. See that the Lord is ahead of you. Jesus has gone before us. He stands in the gap. He stands in that gap of what seems impossible. Jesus came to make all things possible. Nothing is impossible with God. Believe that he will make a way. Take those steps of faith. Believe that he is with you. Believe that he will never leave you nor forsake you. May God bless you and strengthen you and keep you. And yeah, may you look to Jesus in this time. I really believe for this church that the, the best is yet to come. And we are to continue to be ready. Be ready for God's wonders. Be ready for God's power. We need to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. Look ahead. Look to him. And we need to continue to believe that he will continue to make a way. And he will lead us to great blessing. Amen.